This is Cubs Radio. Cubs Radio. No, but I don't know what to do.
<clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It is July. July. You sound like you're on a plantation. It's July. July. July second. It is July second, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Welcome to the Knock 'em Dead Comedy Radio Show here on GovsRadio.com. Are we still on? I think we are still on. We're having all sorts of trouble today. So sorry we're late. We didn't mean to be late. Um, we, we were actually early here in the studio, but then things are not uh, working well. The Knock and Dead Comedy Radio Show on GovsRadio.com. That's our website. You can find us. You can find our shows there. You can also find our shows on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, on your smart TVs, your Apple TVs, your Roku's, your Fire Sticks. Uh, there's an app on those smart devices called BoxCast. You download that app. And that's where you can find all your fantastic Govs Radio shows. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As our good friend Dr. Ken Pichel says, and our good friend Don Sill says, I almost screwed up his name, Don Sill, as they all say, we on TV! That's right, we on TV on your BoxCast app. Good morning to all of our fellow knockers. Uh, Don Sill is watching. Ken Pichel is watching. Taz, the resident artist, is watching. Joe Staz. Bonnie Scalisi's up. Hi, Bonnie. Uh, Felix uh, is here. Taz, Joe Staz, Felix Staz, Joe Taz, Staz, Joe Taz, and Maureen Smith <laughs> is here. Tom Galati is here. Uh, I said Don Sill. Lou Pratz is here. Ken- actually, actually, sorry to interrupt you, but like, actually, if you wouldn't mind, like, maybe share our show today. Um, it'd be great if you shared it every day, but share today because that's one of the difficulties we're having. Tony lost like share capability on his devices, so we're like freaking out. So. Like, help us out and share. <laughs> Ken Friedberg, uh, Aaron Milos uh, is watching. Uh, Joan Krupe Asher, Greg DiFilippo, uh, Johnny McDonald. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Nice to see you. Uh, hope everybody had a nice day yesterday. Sally and I were not here. Uh, and Danielle and Eric were doing their thing. Hope everybody's well. Uh, so... <clears throat> um, Let's do this. Let's, do up. Let's get right into this. Our buddy Charles Goonan, who, by the way, if you live on if you live on Long Island like we do, be careful. Be careful for the next couple of days because Charles Goonan is on Long Island. He posted that he's on Long Island, so just he's definitely not a Long Islander, and here's why: the simple fact I I read that he is here, and he he says. I'm in, I'm going to be in Long Island. No one's in Long Island. You're on Long Island. I'm, cu- I'm going to be on Long Island. Yeah. You're in the city on Long Island, right? Yes. Okay. In the city on Long Island. Either way, it's always good to see him. Now, why can't I find... Because that's the kind of electronic day we're having. Yeah. We're, we're just having all sorts of problems with pretty much everything we're touching in here today. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um. Oh yeah. So, uh, so Charles Goonan. Well, if I can find it. Oh, oh okay. I found it. I found it. So <clears throat> we're gonna show the whole thing. It's fifteen minutes long. Oh, I'm, is it really that long? Okay. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, why not? Um. You think that's too long, or? Fifteen minutes. No, I guess not. Or do you want to just? All right. Or should we just fast forward through it? Or, uh... We should fast forward through it. Have you seen it yet? No. Okay, all right. All right, so... Charles Goonan, as you know, has a show called Tune In with Goonan. 
and he uh, the latest episode uh, premiered today, and um, there's going to be some familiar faces in it. We're just going to kind of um, tool around. We haven't seen it yet. We just found out it was posted, so we're not we yeah. So bear with us. We're going to po- we're going to kind of jump around a little bit. But here we go. Charles Goonan, tune in to Goonan. Tune in to Goonan. Scenes from the quarantine is the name of the on track to phase two. You can find it on YouTube. There's only one way to get through this pandemic quarantine. I know how. I know what to do. Hello, you just reached your favorite drug dealer. Sorry, I'm not at the phone right now, but I'm probably out selling those drugs. For marijuana, press one. For barbiturates, press two. Cocaine, press three, press three, press three, press three. <laughs> I leave you a message, man. Hey, you know that voice. it's Goonan. Call me back. I'm short supplies. Well, if you can't trust your dealer, <laughs> who can you trust? Who is that voice? You don't know who that voice was? All right, we'll stop. This is you. Hello? Hey, Mr. Goonan. It's Nurse O'Neill from the doctor's office. Yeah? You definitely have the antibody. Oh, that's great. Wait a minute. I wasn't tested for antibodies. No, during the examination, we saw you naked. You have the antibody. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You're a comedian, right? Uh, don't you have insurance for a uh, heck of a... Why don't you go... Back from a shack bag in Brooklyn, <laughs> just looking. Yay! He's got some show with what Sally, he knows. Nice job. Special show business is sizzling pro. So now he can tune in to Goonin and watch him go real far. I can help that voice in the Lots of people know how to spend their time during the quarantine, and it I shows on the internet. Appalled. Who is it? It's Don Zell. Oh, is it? Come on. Oh, so he gets his haircut. Charles gets a haircut. Is it not fast forwarding? Is it frozen? Did it freeze? Ay 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 But we have um, but we had Andy. Brushing his own mustache. That was interesting. Uh, what? I'm not going oh, out. I'm afraid of germs, bro. I'm a germaphobe, man. Serious. You're man. a germaphobe? You remember when you ate out the ass with that hooker because she swallowed the money she owed you? <laughs> yeah. That was the only girl I was ever with who swallowed a 20 and then paid it back in quarters, man. <laughs> uh, that was great, man. It was tough, though, explaining that to my dentist. But, you know. What are you gonna do? But, <laughs> but you gotta help me. Look, going in, man. A, a, a guy like you just go out in the street and get it yourself with your charm and that lady boy haircut. You can get whatever you want. Come and deliver, please, dude. Right now it's dry, bro. Nobody's got any weed, and you know it, it's just getting rarer and rarer around what here. Is what is that? What was that? What? What are you talking about? Like what was that? You just had in your hand. Oh. This uh, look, I'm cooking. I'm, I'm making. This is uh, oregano for this for the sauce. What That's oregano? All. What sauce? Listen, please, please deliver, please. Dude, no, nobody's delivered right now. The best thing for you to do, bro, is to get it straight from the cartel yourself. But I don't, I don't know if you could do that, bro. Well, I'll go to the cartel. Where you think I won't talk to the cartel? You think I'm not tough? I, I don't know, man. I mean, like the haircut. Now, I don't know if you could deal with the cartel, bro. I could do it. You, you even speak Spanish, bro? Yes, I've been taking Spanish. I speak old Spanish, oh. Uh, Please, that, that, that's that's awesome, oh. Yeah, we can make it happen, man. We can, it's uh, the guy's please, name is is uh, Roberto, but he pronounces it Roberto. So you got to go with the thing. So make sure you get it right. 
That's oh, what. old style. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, Roberto. Right. Don't forget. All Roberto. Right, do Roberto. Hey. Nyquil. All right, then I'll see you later. Take care, man. I'm going to go make some, make some pasta. <laughs> Well, that's a possibility, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, there you uh, go. Vagina. Oh, how I adore you. The minor. And now we sing. Labia Majora. There you go. Charles Goonan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tune in to Goonan, the big premiere with uh, of his latest episode. Sally, make is that your acting debut? Well, well no, on film. Yeah, on film, I guess. Yeah. Not including... The f- short films you made when you needed the money in college. And, of course, Don Sill. Don Sill, a film veteran. Yes. Don has made a lot of movies. <clears throat> that was well done. I liked it. And what were you talking about with Andy? Andy combing his mustache? Oh, yeah. He was just on for a split second, and Andy was like had those little that little mustache. Uh, on where? On mustache? Facebook? On here. I was or oh. on, yeah, it was just before, and he was like brushing his Oh, mustache. on Charles's show? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Oh, it was just a little bit. Oh, so like, Andy's on it? I saw him. My apologies. I totally missed that. Hmm. Wow. Uh, all right, so everybody's saying hi to each other. Rob Shapiro's watching. Great job, Sally, says Jessica. Yeah. It's, Carl is uh, watching. Yeah, I'm not an actor, but it's it was fun, and I felt happy that he asked me. <laughs> oh, there's Charles. He's watching. Charles, we just, we're just showing your show. Showing your show. He's on Long Island right now. Gina's watching. Yes. I, oh, that's what we were saying. Uh Beware. Beware. Enjoy Charles's show, but just beware if you see him in person. He, um, yeah, as you saw, he doesn't have his drugs, and he's been watching a lot of porn. He's lonely, so just be careful if you're around Long Island today. Be on the lookout for the Charles, for the goon. Uh, you want me to? I'll yeah, that. I got it. You got it. <clears throat> um, so, uh, so speaking of Carla, because Carla Okison is watching, <clears throat> Sally, did you see Mike Keegan's post this morning? Was it this morning? Maybe it was last night. I forget. What was the topic? The topic is um, he's apparently there are people complaining about the 4th of July. I didn't hear this. I, I got it from Mike Keegan. Mike Keegan is my source of information. What are they complaining about? That <clears throat> the, the, like we should be like social distancing? Or well, what's no, the no, 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 no. They're what's saying the that almost like we don't deserve the holiday or something. Oh, to feel bad about being American or something? Yeah. Sally should win an award, says Joe Stas. <laughs> Um, <laughs> films. Andy yeah, we got, we got a lot of people bringing up a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Fourth of July. I was kind of. I love Fourth of July. Please don't take Fourth of July away. <laughs> and it's still a great country. We're there's a little infighting going on right now, but so what? It's still a great country. Everybody fights. Everybody is infighting. Everybody makes up. Everybody's happy. You could understand like people being like really irritated about things though. Like um, like for example, like and this is probably gonna like start some controversy, but I like some things. I just totally see the point. Like um. Uh, Trump's going, I think Friday he's scheduled to go to South Dakota. And, um, you know, the, the Mount Rushmore, you know, and he's supposed to do like a, uh, a 4th of July celebration. But, but that area is, um, you know, it's, it's where the, the Native Americans are and that's their land. And they've been, uh, they really want people to kind of stay away because they don't want to get sick and they really, they're taking social distancing strongly and they're like can you just not come here for celebration right now because you're going to come here without a mask and and even the governor is saying yeah we're you can wear a mask if you want but you don't have to so you can understand why some people are kind of irritated about things 
not celebrating July 4th, Independence Day, because of America's past sins is like not celebrating your birthday because your great-grandfather was an asshole, says Ronald Smith. So, but who is saying that we shouldn't celebrate July 4th because of our past sins? So that's my question. And, you know, and of course, Mike is fighting that too. Of course, he's saying, you know, this is lame. I'm going to, I love this country. Um, in three days, I'm going to grill up some dead animals. So there, this was last night he posted this. In three days, I'm going to grill up some dead animals, consume some malted hops and barley, and thank God that I was born in the greatest country in the, of this, on this spinning rock. The rest of you can sit in front of your computers and share unoriginal snarky memes about our president. Yeah. I, you know, I totally love Fourth of July. Like, it's just one of my favorite holidays. Like, I'm uh, just, I just... I do agree with Mike that... Yeah. There's past sins, and we've talked about it a little bit on here. There's past sins that shouldn't be thrown in people's faces all the time. Maybe some statues should be moved into a museum. They shouldn't be gone completely. We need to learn from the past, especially the past sins. That's the whole point. You learn from your from your mistakes. Right. And so even though we don't seem to be lately. <laughs> but We're trying. But the, we shouldn't forget our past. We should know our history so that we don't ruin Stevie Ray Vaughan statues and Jimi Hendrix statues. By mistake. By mistake. What do you mean by mistake? Well, they... They purposely ruined them. I know, but like without really realizing if they knew what who they, they were. If they knew who these guys were... They wouldn't ruin them. That's why <clears throat> I said it. it was a mistake. <clears throat> Keep up. <laughs> uh, so I'm with Mike on this. Yeah, me too. We should all be celebrating our country. We should all be marching together. We, we, nobody's against every single policeman. Nobody hates all black people. And if you do hate all policemen or all or police people, what does that mean? Police? Nobody hates all black people. What does that even mean? Well, right. And if you do, you're you need help. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, so, Andy Plagenos, um where did it, uh, I missed it somewhere. Oh, so Andy says that he's in Charles's show, Tim Saliani's in Charles's show, and Jeff Bosey as well. Oh, My nice. apologies, we haven't watched it yet. We just, minutes before we went on, we were fumbling and messing around in here and having trouble, and I was trying to do things on Facebook as well, and I stumbled across it. I didn't know it was out. So I haven't watched it yet. So my apologies if I didn't mention you guys, but I'm glad you're all in it, and I'm very excited to watch it. And I think Charles is one of the funniest guys around. So, <coughs> excuse me, we're looking forward to seeing it. Greg DeFilippo says, Wow, Miss Sally, great acting, so much better than your death punch. I have a death punch? <coughs> yeah, I don't... Better than... What's that? What's a know. death punch? Greg, we need to be reminded of what you're talking about. A no, Tim Saliani says, Nobody's complaining about that. So you're talking about Mike Keegan? Uh, yes, yeah, see? Plagenos, too. He gets his news from Mike Keegan. Oh, all right, here's Charles. Wow, it's a star-studded cast. The show has Sally, Don Sill, Heather Lehman, Andy Plagenos, Tim Saliani, Jeff Bosey, my local barber, and a squirrel. Squirrel! <laughs> That's amazing. Jackie Sherman Guido is watching. Hi, Jackie. Uh, for me, it's just another year of wishing happy fourth to my work colleagues in the U.K., Oh, not wishing happy fourth. Oh, okay. Mm. Also concerned that Mount Rushmore fireworks may set off a brush fire in the area because everything is so dry in that area, says Rob DiFilippo. Yeah, but it's like you don't you don't <coughs> need to travel to areas during this time that want to feel protected. You know, just leave it alone. Fourth of July is Greg DiFilippo's favorite holiday because he gets illegally blow shit up. Is fireworks illegal in Florida? That makes sense. Mm. Checking the calendar. Wow. Now, when is the 4th of July again, says Charles? Pat Mackey is watching. Hello, Pat. Uh, Tony, watch the news, says Joan. Um, I have Mike Keegan to give me my news, Joan. 
Joan, Joan, Joan. You're live on the Knock 'em Dead Comedy Radio Show. Is this DJ D Love? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. How are you today, sir? Not bad. I'm doing pretty good, actually. I'm doing really good. What are you up to today? Not too much. Just playing cards and how it is, you know. Um, oh, I'm, making a, I'm making a cake for you guys. I'm making a cake, but I can't post it to you. But you know what's going to be? Red, red, white, and blue. A red, white, and blue cake. I like it. Yeah, so give me thanks for the July 4th weekend. And you're making this cake? Yes, I am. Are there, are there, is there no end to your talents? No, it's not. Sorry, Tony. No, it's not. That's unbelievable. I can't believe it. So, are you going to show off another one of your talents and sing us a song right now? Yes, actually, I want to sing a song to you guys. I want to like make. I want to do this one like this one. It's going to be awesome. I think I got another song for you guys. It's going to be awesome. And I just came up with this one the last night. I came up with this by myself. Ready? Here it goes. I got money, money I got. Milk is in, milk is chilling. What more can I say? I got money, 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 money. Oh yeah, what I'm talking about, maybe money, 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 money. Oh yeah, money, money, money. Oh yeah, money, money, money. All right. Wow, DJ D Love's got money. Thanks, DJ. We gotta we kind of oh, have to wrap it like, up because you know what? We started like 15 minutes late, so we got a lot of stuff to do. But um, thanks for the money song. I uh, guess what, guys? I'm getting a ticket to go see him actually soon enough. I got my job. I got my DJ job interview with him too. Your DJ job interview. When is that? We don't know yet. What's gonna happen? He's got my. He's prepare my ticket as we speak. All right. Well, let us know. Keep us updated. I'll definitely will. Like I said, all you suckers. Suckers. DJ D Love with his daily song. Today's song was about money. Money, Appar- money. Appar- money. Money, 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 money. Apparently he's got a lot of it. Money. Did you see what Douglas King said? He you know said, what? good morning, Sally and Kermit. Oh, man. Andy Pajanos. Hmm. So you like, are you done with what? what? What do you got going on? Oh, the, the quarantine life video where everyone was punching each other and Miss Sally bounced off five different cars. Oh, that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she, has, she, has, she can only bounce. She floats very well. And same thing with bouncing. So you outed me on my eagle's annoyance. I did. Without even telling me, you outed me. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Jeff Bosey says, hope everybody has a safe and happy 4th of July. Daniel Asher's watching. Uh, money, 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 money. Um, yes, I did, Alshu. It's, it's, uh, it's been discussed here before. <coughs> it's been discussed here before. You, well, you uh, brought you, it up, so. <coughs> well, this weekend, on Sunday night, ESPN, because they don't have sports to show, so they're showing an event from a sports arena. They're showing a, an Eagles concert, taped like a year or so ago, never seen before. Uh, an Eagles concert at some sports arena. I don't forgive me. I forget where it was recorded, but um, uh, but that's what they're doing, and I think it's fitting. It's an American band. It's an American weekend celebration, and what better way to top it off with some Eagles music? And so I informed Sally this morning. Hey, ESPN's going to show an Eagles concert this weekend. Lucky and me. Exactly. She she made you know she got all you know. Oh, oh I can't wait. Ooh. <laughs> I just said I don't know how I'm going to focus on Fourth <laughs> of July, just knowing 
that we're going to be able to see the Eagles in concert. How does Ooh. how does anybody not like the Eagles? Yeah, I don't get them. I don't. You know, it's funny. Like I like I like Don Henley. I like I actually bought a couple of his albums. Glenn Fry's good. I Joe Walsh. I really think he's great. And when they play together. It's just twangy, and it's like you know, and yeah, life in the fast lane is so twangy. I'll never get Hotel California, ever. I don't understand the point of the song. It's like you know, twenty minutes long. I'm gonna name and some stupid. All right, I'm gonna name seven to ten Eagle songs. And they're dicks. I'll tell you why they're dicks in a minute. And I guarantee you're gonna like three of them, and that qualifies as a uh, that that means you don't like the band. You don't. You don't not like the band if you like a certain amount of their songs. It's like the Beatles. Nobody hates the Beatles because they have some great songs. Sure, they have some weird stuff. Paul McCartney has been making music for 50-something years. Of course, it's going to be bad. Some some of it's going to be bad or it doesn't resonate with everybody, but some of it is, is just Eagles, unbelievable. Is uh, <coughs> Lover's Moon or is that just Glenn Fry? That's just Glenn Fry. See what I mean? <clears throat> Joe Staz, do you hate the Eagles? No, not at all. Thank you. Right? Do you, do you feel it's impossible to hate the Eagles? No, not at all. You don't think it's impossible to hate the Eagles? No, not at all. <clears throat> Why? Good question. <laughs> they're, they're, I like the Eagles. <laughs> right. So this this coming weekend, Fourth of July, what mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the bands that everybody should be playing because they're an American band, a legendary band, and they one of the bands that represent this great country of America. Absolutely. Thank you. See, Joe Staz agrees. No. <laughs> What do you have a favorite Eagle song? Actually, no, but I, I do like their music. I really do. <laughs> Will you be posting a video of yourself singing Eagle songs this weekend? Absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely, he says. <laughs> All right, and we'll and we'll play it on uh, on Monday and make fun of it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> what What's your plans this weekend? Um, I'm actually having a barbecue with my mother-in-law and well, of course. my wife, of course, and we're going to play poker. <laughs> uh, now, are you actually cooking for your mother-in-law? She's not cooking for you? No, she's not cooking. I'm wow. doing all the cooking. <laughs> this is the one day a year. No wonder she's grateful on the 4th of July. It's the one day of the year she gets to sit back and relax while Joe cooks for her for once. Exactly. Very but nice. But 364 days of the year, she has to cook. <laughs> she has to cook, he says. <laughs> All right, well, Joe, no wonder Joe likes the Eagles in America because he lives in the 50s. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Staz, thanks for calling as always. Thanks, Joe. You got it, guys. Take care. Enjoy See you, the Joe. Holiday. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Joe Staz, I know what you're going to play. So Tim, Tim Saliani, totally uh, stuck up for me. Uh, and this is, <clears throat> let's just play this. You can answer, but let's Tom to well, be quiet for no, a second. No, let's, let's this okay. is a call. Let Yeah, hang tight on that. Hang tight on that. Let's take this call. Oh, really? <clears throat> yes. Oh, okay. You ready? All right. You're live on the Knock'em Dead Comedy Radio Show. Who's this? Hi there. My name's Milani. I'm calling from Monmouth County, New Jersey. Oh, Monmouth County, New Jersey. Oh, huh? and oh, your name is what? Me- Melanie? Melania, the best name in the world, in my oh, opinion. Oh, absolutely it is. Melania. Well, how are you today, Melania? I'm great, thank you. I just got my coffee. Nice. It's just it's annoying because we were supposed to 
well, today was going to be the rainy day, clean the house kind of thing, because it said it was going to rain, and then go figures, it's not raining, the sun's out, so I could have went to the beach. You know, I don't know, I don't want to talk too long, but it's just pretty annoying that now we're stuck home, you know. Well, you could still go to the beach. It's still I early, might, huh? just my daughter, my daughter's at Udell. Oh, my God, you, you have to hear about my daughter. I would love she's to. in Udell, so she's studying in the basement. So she made today, like, a study day. My husband, God knows what he's doing. And now I'm kind of stuck at home, so I'm probably just going to stay in, like, my backyard and use the pool and everything. Oh, that's nice. Are you the, are you the one that has a friend named Lisa? Um, well, I don't, uh, I wouldn't call her a friend. Um, She's in a, yeah, she's definitely in the town. We like, you know, our kids grew up together. My friend Cheryl is friends with Lisa, though. Oh, oh, oh but you're not. Is that what is that what I'm gathering here? You're not friends. No, with Lisa? no, I would not identify as a friend of Lisa's. No, not identify as a friend. Wow, you're very no, no. you're very up on the current uh, lingo on how to how to say things. So you, yeah, I mean, I hope she's not listening to this. You know, but no, we're not friends. Oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I could have sworn you were friends. Was there was there a problem? Um, no, it's just, I think, you know, you get older, you lose patience with people. I think, you know, as we, our kids were growing up, we definitely like tolerated each other, but I, you know, we just go in different circles now and stuff. I, I like the accent. That's what they sound like in Monmouth County down there. Um, well, I mean, I'm from Brooklyn, so, you know, Brooklyn girl at heart, you're never going to really lose the accent, but you know, it's definitely changed over the years, you know, as we got, you know, into Monmouth County. But well, yeah, so and that, so you went from Brooklyn to Monmouth. What's it like down? Is big difference, or you you enjoy it down there? You know, definitely when we moved here in the nineties, it was like open farmland. But you know, everyone what was moving to Monmouth County, it was going to be Long Island or it was going to be Monmouth County. So we ended up coming here, you know, because it's close enough to the beach. I mean, the taxes are higher than like the sky, but it's you know, it's definitely a great area to raise your kids. Of course, I miss the city. I miss you know everything about it but we go we go to the city a few times a week you know before the pandemic of course oh before the pandemic so what have you been doing during the pandemic um honestly just adding extensions onto my house and you know just like trying to revamp my house um because you know we have kind of think we have about six bathrooms so you know we wanted to make each bathroom like a different theme or whatever so then we made the backyard, like, also themed as well. We got a new fireplace, because the old fireplace we got last year is getting a little older. So, yeah, we just kind of revamped the house. The, these are important things to, to take care of during a quarantine. That, that's, that's very, very smart. Very important. I mean, exactly. There's a lot going on in the world right now, so I think it's super important to revamp your house. I think right now with everything going on in the world, um, you know, it's really scary time. So it's very important that our bathrooms, like, change themes and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing right now in the world. And what, and what are the themes, the six themes of your bathrooms? Um, so we definitely do different countries that, like, I brought my kids over the years. So we have an Aruba. My personal favorite is the Punta, the Punta bathroom. So we decorate it, like, our timeshare in Punta. Uh, and then we have like a different, we have a Canada theme. Uh, we were thinking of taking our kids to Iceland, which unfortunately got canceled with the pandemic. So we have like an Iceland theme. So, you know, we try to keep all our bathrooms, like different themes. And, you know, and our indoor hot tub is beautiful as well. We make it look like Iceland. Wow. That's, that's something. I, I'd love to see uh, pictures of that sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you ever have the chance to come over, you definitely, you can see it and everything. But how's everything on your end? We're, we're doing all right. We're doing our best to survive here. We don't have six bathrooms to, uh, to, uh, to decorate, um, as important as that oh, is during, during that. this time. But, uh, uh, but sorry we, for your loss. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, and we appreciate the call, um, uh, Melania. And, uh, 
We hope uh, we we thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you get to the beach and still enjoy your day somehow. And uh, let us know Thanks. some. Let us know next week how your Fourth of July was. Absolutely, have an awesome July Fourth. Drink all the white claws, all the Trulies, and the high noons, and the berries and Corona salsa. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Melania. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. That's <laughs> Melania, the Monmouth Mama, calling from Monmouth Mar- County. Marmoth Mama. Monmouth. Marmoth. Mon. 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 Myth. Myth. Well, it's actually it's pronu- it's spelled Mar-myth. mouth. Mouth. Mon mouth. <laughs> Monmouth. Monmouth County Mama Melania. She's awesome. That was a nice call it's from her. Mammoth. Mammoth? Right? Yeah. No. Mammoth. Mammoth County. I didn't even know what you were saying at first. There's no R in there. You you New Yorkers. <clears throat> I didn't have say, to say R. Mar. I said, I said Mon. Mon. M O N M O U T H. I'll give you a topic. Revamping a bathroom is neither super nor important. Discuss. Good Lord, this can't be real. If Linda from Coffee Talk fucked my cousin Vinny, <laughs> Tim Saliani. Come on, uh, what, do you mean? You, what do you mean it wasn't real? That was Melania from Monmouth County, Mama. It's a lot of M's. I know, Mama, Mama, Mama. Ma, 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 ma. All right, so <laughs> we thank her for calling, by the way. We'll get back to that. Uh, we'll get back to her later. Uh, all right, so you want to show this clip from the Big Lebowski. Go ahead. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> Because yeah. this, this just explains everything. Man, come on. I had a rough night, and I hate the fucking Eagles. <clears throat> All right, so... Man, come on. So because Jeff Bridges hates the Eagles mean you have to, too? Yes. Yes. Exactly. <clears throat> um, Jeff Bosey says, Now I'm curious to see what you would sound like if we took a blowtorch to her vagina. What is wrong with you, Jeff? Jeff, what, what the, the heck? There is no rhyme, no reason to that Jeff Bosey, let me no, tell you. No, but no. Um, See what you did there? But um, See what he did there? No, unfortunately. All right, let me go get that. It's the, the best I got. The Some TV. of us can't be as smart as Tim Saliani. All right, so what are your three songs that you like in the <coughs> Eagles that anyone would All right, about? I'm going to name Cause some. Because so, here's the thing. Like, uh, you, you one time did this. Wait, you were like, oh, the Eagles are great. And so you um, <laughs> you played Lover's Moon for me. I'm like, oh, what a beautiful song. But then it turns out it's not the Eagles. It's Glenn Fry solo. Right. So who cares? And actually not one of his most popular songs. Yeah, but that's one I jo- Joan Krupiash is a six bathrooms. Now we know where all the toilet paper is. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> um, you don't like life in the fast lane? It's all right, she says. You don't like take it easy? It's all right. Come on. All right, so here's the thing. Well, let me get on the mic. Here's the, here's thing. the thing. Tell us the thing. The ones that are good are completely overplayed, and no one well, cares about it anymore. We're not talking about whether they're overplayed or not. I, in fact, I agree with you on some songs, not just by the Eagles, by a bunch of different, a bunch of different songs I agree here's are overplayed. Here's why they're dicks. But that's not the point. Here's why they're dicks. Yeah. You can't... The <laughs> thing about the Eagles is if you ever, like... God forbid you want to play an Eagle song anywhere, like on YouTube or on your Facebook, immediately you get, you know, banned. Like, I even think David <clears throat> Letterman did a bit on that once, didn't he? Yes, he did. Where, like, you could play Eagle music for 25 seconds or something, and then you had to pay, like, a whole bunch of money. Like, get over yourself, Eagles. No, you had, like, eight 
seconds or something to, or like actually it was like under. Under I, eleven or something. No, I think you only play like one single bar or something of their music. Um, no, I don't think that's true because I think he was like talking through it, and they they had the big clock up, and he's like, "I feel like we should go over. Shouldn't we go over?" Like he had some time. <clears throat> no, that's not what happened. I just watched. I just happened to watch it just a few days ago, as a matter of fact. As you were watching all your Eagles. <clears throat> no, I was actually telling somebody that story about Letterman. I was uh, Elio. I was on the phone with Elio. See, Andy was over, so I figured, well, I'm not going to talk to Andy, so I got Elio on the phone, and um, <clears throat> and I was actually, but <laughs> I made myself laugh. No, I was talking to Elio over the weekend, and we happened to get into that. I don't remember how we got into that, but I mentioned the David Letterman thing, so I watched it, and yeah, it was had something to do with the amount of bars you could play, but. Uh, and it turned out uh, at that time on Letterman, David Letterman's uh, show, The Late Show, if you wanted to play an Eagle song. It was a lot, I think right? it, I think it was Life in the Fast Lane. They had to pay $250,000. Yeah. But all right, but that's not a reason to not like they're, the music. But they're the ones <laughs> I mean, that are they're a pain Kurt, about that Kurt stuff. Gibson is a jerk, and you, you're not going to watch Lethal Weapon? You know, I, I mean, so many... You know, so many people were not nice people, but you're not Bill. I mean, there are exceptions like Bill Cosby. It's hard to enjoy his comedy now after finding out what he did. It's hard to separate Michael Jackson. It's hard to separate for some people. They didn't do anything. Well, that's my point. Yeah, they're fine. They're just boring. That's my point. There are some people you, you can't separate, but I think the Eagles, you can just because they're greedy bastards who want money. Who doesn't? So screw it. I've you know, you play the music. It's still great music. So, so you're saying Life on the Fast Lane is just okay. You're saying Take It Easy is just okay? It's overplayed. That has nothing to do with this conversation. It's just whether it's a good song or not. Kenny Forgione is watching. Kenny, tell him. T- uh, tell us. <laughs> Kenny knows. Kenny Forgione of Wondrous Stories. Just a fantastic band. They know every song ever made. Kenny will tell you. What's so great about the Eagles? Ken Pichel joining in. I can't tell you why. Great song. I'm just I'm yes just, or no. Yes or no. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. Okay, so I do like them individually. I think their <clears throat> their their individual recordings uh, are fantastic. And they do some of their solo stuff in their shows now. And then they get together and they're like, clang 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 clang. It's not clang. It's not boring. I, Desperado is not a great song. Overplayed. It doesn't. We're not talking about whether it's overplayed or not. I'm saying, like, am I happy when I hear them? Like, no, because they're either overplayed or they're twangy and Hotel California makes no sense. However. Yes, it does. However, I will tell you that Tony made me watch their documentary a couple of years ago. History of the Eagles. Fantastic documentary. I loved it. And I really loved them more. But I just love them more individually again, I guess. I don't know. Seven Bridges Road, says Ken Pichel. Yeah, I agree. That's a fantastic song. Sally would hate it. Sally would hate that one. Yeah. And I'm Probably. Not, I'm not, not ranting or complaining. He just <laughs> outed me <laughs> that uh, I, you know, I don't like them. It's not like I woke up in the morning <laughs> ready to, like, complain about the Eagles. <clears throat> well, you made fun of me when I told you the Eagles concert was going to be on. Yeah, because you were like, oh, great news. On this Sunday night, there's going to be a concert. I'm like, oh. That is not what happened at all. My I was making conversation as we were eating breakfast because if I don't make conversation while eating breakfast, I get yelled at. Well, who wants to sit with someone who does this? You do that just as much as I do. No, I don't. Oh, yes, you do. I'm on my phone complaining to to friends how you don't pay attention to me (laughs) while we eat meals. That's all I'm doing. Andy Bilgeno says he still remembers Mel Gibson hitting that big home run for the Dodgers. (laughs) 
Desperados. The, the Long Run. That's a great song. I don't even know that song. You don't know The Long Run? Sing it. No. Why? Because I don't what, sing. Why don't you? Yes, you do. <clears throat> How do you not know The Long Run? Just Take it. it to the Limit. Definitely, yeah, I like that one. Definitely overplayed. There you go. Another Take one you it like. to the Limit. Isn't that a Doobie Brothers song? Isn't it? No. Really? I could swear I hear the Doobie Brothers singing it. Do they have a song that's <clears throat> named a similar song? Uh, listen to the music. No. <laughs> uh, Jesus is just all right. Sing, it's the same take thing. Take it to the limit. So I know it's no. the same one. Why? Why would I? Why won't you ever sing? <clears throat> Are you confusing it with with Black Water? No, I don't know. Oh, Black Water, keep nope, on. Nope, nope. That is not. That's the Doobie Brothers. Which Doobie you be? Yeah. Go back. So watch Charles Goonan. Watch us, and then watch the the What's Happening with the Doobie Brothers. One of the best What's Happening episodes. That's a great show. So, I wonder if they have those on DVD. So Ken Pichel is apparently a big Eagles fan, <clears throat> I'm guessing. Oh, yeah? Why? Did he mention more? He's all hot and bothered about the whole debate. Tell her. Tell her, Ken. Kirk Gibson is a jerk. You're not going to watch Lethal Weapon. His cousin Mel, quite the home run hitter. Uh, if not for the Eagles, how else would we all know about the warm smell of Kalitas? Exactly. See, it make, that song makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> um um, wasted time. Uh, not a big, not a hit, but a great song. Do you know that one? Well, you're gonna have to sing this <clears> stuff. <throat> but you're like, I don't see. Uh, best of my love. Giving you the best of my love. That song. No. Oh. Well, because I like that one. <laughs> see, how can you argue music when you don't even know any? Giving you the best. No. Oh, that's isn't that um. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Ken Pichelle figured out. You're thinking of taking it to the streets. Yes, I love that song. Two totally different songs. Thanks, Ken. But, not... that, but that's a good song. Yes. Well, there you go. The Doobie Brothers, <laughs> another great American band. Play them this weekend, too. Somebody, I forget who, my apologies. Somebody mentioned the Beach Boys earlier. Yes, another great American band. Play them this weekend, too. But also play the Eagles. Yeah, so what, what's everyone doing for 4th of July? I guess we could do that tomorrow because we have tomorrow. <clears throat> we do have tomorrow. <clears throat> we do. Yesterday was July 1st. Yes. July 1st, in, for all you baseball fans, if you're a Met fan, Bob, uh, it's Bobby Bonilla Day every July 1st. Say, say that three times. You don't, are you going to tell me you don't know who Bobby Bonilla is? Bobby Bonita, Bobby Bonita, Bobby Bonita. That's not even what I said. Bobby Benita. That's not what I said. <laughs> What'd you say? Bobby. Uh-huh. So it's Monmouth. Mammoth. Bobby. Bobby. Bo. Bobby Bo. Knee. Bobby Bonita. Bobby Bonita. <laughs> Sally. Bobby. Okay, go ahead. Repeat after. Thing. No, repeat after me. Bobby. Bo. Bo. Me. Me. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh. All right. Bobby Bonilla. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what wait. What's that? Bobby, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. I do not know this person. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you about Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla was a great boy, baseball player, a great baseball player uh, when he played uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, I thought <clears> it was a Mets story. 
It is a Mets story if you would just shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates alongside Barry Bonds. <clears throat> Two guys. A lot of bees. With great futures in baseball, Barry Bonds went on to uh, Barry. Uh, yeah, Barry Bonds. His father was Bobby. Yeah. <clears throat> Barry went on to become one of the greatest hitters of baseball, and he had the whole um, uh, what do you, uh, steroid scandal, which is why he's not in the Hall of Fame. But still, either way, he uh, went on to do great things. Bobby Bonilla was also slated to go on to great things. And <clears throat> uh, when his contract was up with Pittsburgh, he left and signed a contract with the Mets. They were, you know, again, this guy was destined at the time or thought to be uh, was going to become one of the greatest players ever in baseball. What position? He was an outfielder. And he came to the Mets and his ego was out of control. This guy was just a jerk. He would fight with reporters. He would, you know, try to actually physically fight with them. He actually one time he made a mistake in the field. And on the scoreboard, you know, the digital scoreboard, they let you know if they if the official scorers ruled it as an error or not. So, um, so they flashed the E on the scoreboard. When Bobby Bonilla got to the dugout, he actually picked up the dug the dugout phone to call and complain that they flashed the E for too long. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this guy was just a jerk left and right, and he never he couldn't handle New York. He couldn't handle the scrutiny. And the the constant press, uh, press, excuse me, constant press, and he never fulfilled expectations. So, yeah, I'm glad I pronounced his name <clears> wrong. So eventually, fans turned on him. They booed him. He would kind of yell back at the fans. This guy just he became hated. He became hated. Uh, probably one of the most hated sports of any sport. One of the most hated athletes in New York history. Wow. <clears throat> so they couldn't get him out of here fast enough. He did a couple of years. They got him out. He went on to Miami, played for the Marlins, where, of course, he won a World Series ring there, played for the St. Louis Cardinals, did a few, and he did had some decent years with them. Not Was he uh, cranky pants over there? or I don't think he had as much trouble. I don't think he had as much trouble, but he okay. had some. But then, the Mets being the Mets, they decide to bring him back. <clears throat> they brought him back. He lasted, I think, maybe one season because he – he his production was even was worse than ever. The fans were not forgiving of his first time around, and they hated him all over again. And he again was not nice and was starting fights. He was just a jerk. So he then so the same thing. The Met it became even worse than the first time. The Mets had to get rid of this guy. <clears throat> so what they did is they bought out his contract. Okay. I don't remember how much his contract was for. I think it was like six anywhere in between six to ten mil. But what they don't have that much money. But what they well, this is how they bought him out. They decided that they would pay him one point one nine million every July first for thirty years. Oh my god, the Mets are so stupid. So I I, and he's not. I think he's only like ten years into this, like that the that it started. Like they (laughs) released him, and I think he may have went on to play another few seasons somewhere else, and then eventually retired. But. But the the Mets contract with that agreement just started like maybe ten years ago. That's crazy. So he's uh, yeah. So this guy is making one million dollars a year solely off the Mets f- for doing nothing. Well, worse, he he didn't do nothing. He <clears throat> was bad. He probably hurt the Mets and was a pain in the ass. Wow. 
So Bobby, Bobby, I don't, I don't care if I say his name wrong now because he's an ass. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonita. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Johnny Cash, another great American music, uh, some great American music. Elvis, too. That's right. Felix, very good. <laughs> July 1st is also Rick DiPietro Day, though he will be paid off sooner. Oh, is, is that? I I don't know that much about it, so I, I don't know if that's if he's making a joke there or not, Andy. Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Skinnerd, number one, says Felix. Did he spell Skinnerd with a Y? Yeah, he totally spelled it wrong, but All that's right. fine. Uh, the year was, I don't remember what the year was. I will tell you that. Barry Bonds, uh, Bobby Bonilla. We were <clears throat> a bunch of friends of myself. We went to, I think it was opening weekend when baseball first started opening, uh, when they first started doing uh, interleague play. So that was what, like, I don't know, mid-90s? <clears throat> My friends and I, we went, I had a, um, I had a, a custom van at the time, and it fit like, I don't know, 10 people or something. So a bunch of us piled in. We got to Shea Stadium at like 10.30 in the morning or something, and we had the grill, and we were barbecue. This was, you know. Tailgating. Tailgating when you were allowed to before people started bitching about it. And we got there, yeah, it's like 10, 10.30 in the morning. It was so early, the parking lot was, there was like maybe three other cars in the whole place. <clears throat> so we're parked close to the player's entrance with their cars. And again, the parking lot was empty. So we're sitting there, and we're grilling, we're hanging out. Like I said, probably about 10 of us. And this car comes back. Flying through the parking lot. <clears throat> was it a, was it an El Camino? It might have been an El Camino. It, but it was something with, um, it was a convertible. Forgive me for not remembering what car it was. And But this guy is flying through the parking lot. We're like, and we're watching this guy. We're like, what the hell is this guy doing? And like I said, maybe three other cars in the parking lot. There's nobody near us. Easily within 100 feet, if not more. <clears throat> I'm being generous when I say 100 feet. But this car decides... To come really, it's coming right for us. Okay. To the point where we're actually now looking at you, like, do we need to jump out of the way? What is going on here? Like, Am I going to drop my fries? <clears throat> this guy, so one of my friends, he does, he does actually move away. He jumps out of the way of, the, of my van. The car then swerves around the van, but then almost towards him where he jumped. So then he had to swerve more to avoid him. So we all start yelling, look at that, what the fuck? It's Bobby Benilla. And we watched him, and he flew, and he continued. He, he barely even hit the brakes to get into the into the stadium. Is this the second time they brought him back? <clears throat> or the this was the first time he was there. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, we couldn't believe it. But that's my personal Bobby Bonilla story. Bobby Bonilla story. So, yeah, so uh, so, the, so July 1st, yesterday, was Bobby Bonilla Day in, uh, for the Mets. There you go. That's, All right. That's my story right there. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> so, that's awful. Uh, Mets, Mets fashion. Mets who have, you know, the Mets who are broke. Yeah, who have no money. <clears throat> um, which we just found out the other day that Bill Maher apparently owns a little chunk of the Mets. Yeah, which, who told us that? I can't even remember. Uh, MJ's father. Uh, oh, John, yeah, that's right. We, I, had, I had never heard that before, but apparently he has like 5% or something. Um, all right, so let me see. I'm going to go back and see some of these comments. 12 o'clock meeting for Ken Pichel. All right, Ken, have a great day, buddy. Um, let's see, uh, what? <clears throat> uh, Felix hung out with Barry Bonds in college. We would do Heroes and watch General Hospital in my apartment. Nice guy. Uh, what? You hung out with Barry Bonds and you guys sat around and watched General Hospital? I- <laughs> 
this is like an acid trip. Like what? What? I'm trying to think of who, what's who's General Hospital? Is that Luke and Laura? <laughs> I think that's Luke and yeah, Laura. Yeah, that's Luke and Laura. Yeah. What the hell is he talking about? Still known as, still known as the one percent. Nineteen sixty nine, Van Zant sought out a new name after growing tired of taunts from audiences that the band had 1% talent. At Byrne's suggestion, the group settled on Leonard Skinner, a mocking tribute to their gym teacher, Leonard Skinner, at Robert E. Lee High School. Ken Pichel giving us a little uh, Thanks, Ken. Leonard Skinner history. Kenny Forgione, Bernie Madoff, was paying the Mets at the time, and then the bottom fell out. They had lots of money and thought it was a drop in the bucket to get rid of Benia. Worst contract in the history of sports. Absolutely, Ken. Absolutely, Kenny. Uh, but And thanks for that. But Kenny, nice to know you're a Met fan. I like you even more. But I was looking for you to back me up on the Eagles since yeah. you're the big music man. I don't hate <clears> them. <throat> I just don't see like the big to-do about them. <clears throat> the 25 payments come every July 1st, which some fans refer to as Bobby Bonilla Day. This was part of a deal made when the Mets re- released, a be- released Bonilla. Bonilla, Bonilla, Bonilla. He's been here before the 2000 season while still owing him 5.9 mil for the final year of his contract. Oh, and Brett Saberhagen also received $250,000 a year since 2004 for 25 years. I did not know that either. So there you go. Our beloved Mets. Can't you just get rid of a guy? Like you can't, you have to like honor their. No, you have to buy out a contract. If you, yeah, you have to buy them out. You have a contract, it's binding, but you can't buy it out. But the way these guys bought it out is just stupidity. Can't you? I mean, don't don't the players have to perform? Like, do you have to? Let's say you just get a contract and then you just kind of stand at the plate and you don't hit the ball. Like, like, don't they have to be good? <laughs> no. Well, there there are certain um, there are certain minimum requirements you have to meet, <clears throat> but you still get a guy of his stature still got. Several million a year, you know. Even at his lowest level, he would still get paid a certain amount. Um, <clears throat> and the Mets just felt to, and yeah, again, a contract is binding, so you have to buy somebody out or reach some kind of an agreement to get out of it. So they, yeah, they pay these guys off to just be done with it. Yeah. But I had, yeah, the amount of money. I mean, I understand, like Kenny said, it's they thought it wasn't a, a big amount of money at the time, but. I mean, how do you? I mean, it still equals out to twenty-five to thirty mil. How do you not think that's not a lot of money? I, I right. just, I mean, yeah, of course we didn't. They didn't know the mess they were going to be in with Madoff, and they did. They lost a ton of money. They have the Mets have not been the same since. There's been a couple of you know there've been some bright moments, but it really hasn't uh, worked out too well. Which is why they're now selling. So you almost kind of welcome if it is J Lo and A Rod. It, it it's almost a good thing. You just want somebody else in there for crying out loud. The Wilpons are big baseball fans. And I've actually met Fred Wilpon, the major owner of the Mets, a few times. He's, he gave me free tickets to a game once. Super nice guy, but they're just idiots. Sally would have to pay Tony $1.2 million a year for the next 20. <clears throat> or she could just kill me, and then she would, you know. Yeah, there's got to be other ways. She'll still get to be able to enjoy her 70s and 80s after, you know, after mm-hmm. she's released. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, and and again, then they're also paying Saberhagen two hundred and fifty for twenty five years. That's unbelievable. So stupid these Mets. All right, so I got more sad news. <clears throat> I think we talked about it. Uh, that Broadway Broadway shows, they have formally announced that the rest of the year is canceled for their shows. Okay. 
But now I saw that coming though. <clears throat> but now, on, as a result of things like, of shows like that being canceled, which again, Kenny Friedman can, uh, excuse me, Kenny Friedman, Kenny Forgione can agree can uh, attest to. Cirque du Soleil has filed for bankruptcy protection. Okay. That to me, that makes me sad. Yeah. They put on some great shows, those Cirque du Soleil, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but they're still those are uh, they're amazing shows that they do, and that's sad to me. The 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 um, entertainment industry has taken a huge hit, you know, and and with Broadway, you know, you because they're mostly in Vegas, right? Cirque du Soleil. Well, well, they have the Beatles mostly. show in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, but they they have a lot of shows that travel the country as well. They have multiple oh, okay. shows running, <clears throat> and you have to remember too, it's not just. You know, I, when you think Broadway, you think any kind of show, you just think of the performers and mo- where most of them are making a, a, a decent buck. But that's not, you know, it's more than that. You know, it's, you know, you're, you're talking, uh, you know, the production people, the, 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 the crew, all the way down to the ushers and valets. You know, these aren't people who are making great money, you know, so it's really a big deal. Um so it's, I don't know, to me, it's very, this was very sad. A lot of people, I mean, you know, of course, being an actor myself, you know, that's what I follow mostly, that world. But, but I, I also, you know, as a, as a union guy, um, I also think about, you know, the people who aren't working and not making right. a living. So it's, right. it's sad, man. It makes, yeah, it's, that was sad news to me. Yeah. Pam Murkoff is watching over there in England. My first band played One of These Nights. Great song and great guitar solo before Joe Walsh even joined the band. That is correct. Yeah, I love that song. Ah, I do. I think it's a really pretty song. So, so we're up to One of These Nights, Take It to the Limit. You agree to great songs. I can't tell you why. You agree to great Take songs. Take It to the Limit. I'm not, <clears throat> I don't even know what it is. I just like the Doobies, Doobie Brothers song. All right. Well, there was another one. It was, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, so One of These Nights you liked. I can't tell you why you agreed was a I, good song. Yeah, I do. That's a pretty song. Um, there was definitely another one that you agreed was a good song. Yeah, but it's not like cr- <clears> like <throat> crazy. Oh my god, this is my favorite song. All right, I'm gonna look up the Eagles' greatest hits. Like they're they're not even your favorite songs. You like them. I love the Eagles. I absolutely love mm-hmm. the Eagles. I have all of their albums. I have B sides. I have. I have oh, all I know. Solo I know you albums. have it all. I have all that stuff. Uh, all of it. I said. Eh. All right. Their album, Greatest Hits, 1971 to 1975, all songs before Joe Walsh even joined the band. I like Joe, Joe <clears> Walsh. <throat> this, this album is the best-selling album of the 20th century. Because you can't hear their stuff anywhere else because <clears throat> they find you. Take It Easy, Witchy Woman, great song. Desperado, Already Gone. Oh, my God. I don't know it. One of These Nights, Tequila Sunrise. You like that song. I have to hear it, but you won't sing. You won't Take it sing to the to limit, me, baby. Peaceful, easy feeling, best of my love. I like best of my love. New kid in town. Hmm. They're not crazy amazing songs. Heartache tonight. Co-written that's, with that's Bob Seger. I'm going to be feeling Sunday night when you make me watch this. <laughs> Life in the fast lane. <laughs> How long? Which I have played for you, and you like that one. Love will keep us alive. Oh, The Last Resort. What a great love, song. Love will keep us alive. <laughs> See, I like that one. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself, Sally O'Neill. If Captain and Tennille were playing, I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy it. 
So, see, after a statement like that, it's not even <laughs> worth arguing music with somebody. It's really not. Captain and Tennille. Love. Love will keep us together. She's making up her own beat <laughs> while she's singing a song. It's Stick to playing nurses on Goonin. Tune in into Goonin. You look good in that nurse's outfit, by the way. It was nice that you were able to get used to that out of that outfit again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that outfit originated right here at GovsRadio.com. Yeah, that was, that was a odd, <laughs> odd time in my life. You remember that show? Let's talk Ta- about the Amish. Yeah, talk remember about, yeah. Remember <laughs> remember when the, uh, the the Dr. Love show was on like two years ago? <clears throat> Unfortunately, <clears throat> where he talked about the Amish, more about sex. Tony, you're going, yeah. Tony, you're right. The Eagles have a good sound. Thank you, Joan. Nice to get some... Positive reinforcement from Joan Krupe Escher. Joe Staz is with me. There is a background issue with Broadway. Oh, really? The leases with the theaters are still uh, accruing time. There are shows that will possibly have to find another place to try to recoup. See, that that pisses me off. What? Because why, why, why should anybody have to pay rent at a time like this? Well, what are they going to do? <clears throat> you know? Everything should be frozen. The the landlord should not have to pay his mortgage either. Okay. All it right. should all be frozen yeah, sure, until I'm things fine. are completely one hundred percent, you know, normal again. Yeah. When is everything going to be one hundred percent normal? <clears throat> well, here's a good reason to stay in New York, because I know a lot of people want to flee because the because the the virus numbers were high, but they're not anymore, by the way. Since July twenty second, since June twenty second, there's only been what seven deaths in New York. Which is sad, but... Oh, of course, but it's but a lot it's less than it was. So, and it's, it's <clears throat> you know, so much better than other states. We're doing really, really good here. Well, here's a reason to not leave New York. The National UFO Reporting Center, <laughs> a, group of, a group dedicated to keeping track of unexplained sightings, reported almost twice as many strange objects seen in the skies in, over the USA last year than in 2019. Hmm. That number has shot up by 112% in just the first three months of 2020. So just when you thought this year couldn't get any weirder, UFO sightings have increased. Sure. But the reason I bring this up with New York, New York is the third lowest in sightings. Yeah. Louisiana and Texas are the two states that beat New York. I wonder if we just don't even care. Like you see something in in the sky, you're like, who cares? You see unexplained things in New York City pretty much every day. So it, it probably just doesn't matter to New York. They're like, ah, right. big deal. And plus, like, we're busy. So who would, like, see something in the sky and take the time to, like, call authorities? We're just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Joan Krupe Asher, can't wait to hear your review when you go to the New Kids on the Block concert to see DJ. Yeah. We're all going, Joan. We're all buying tickets. We're going to ask you guys to buy tickets, and we'll make this a group outing. We'll, we'll all pitch in for a bus and we'll take a ride. I think it should all be one big, giant Govs Radio trip. Will it ever be 100 normal ever again? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping like when we when we kind of get back to normal, we <clears throat> we take the the good things we've enjoyed. Like I think we do. We we've slowed down a bit. Maybe we'll appreciate, oh. you know, time with our family a little bit more. Maybe it was a nice reminder that you know everything <clears throat> isn't always about working. I like the person. I like that name, Pino, Pino, Impastado. Will it ever be a hundred normal ever again? Pino Pasta Impastado over here. 
And then Jisun Khan. That's quite the name. Hello, guys. Don't miss this. Govs Radio, Govs Comedy Club Radio live stream. What the hell is that? I don't know. Pat Mackey says, yes, we ran out of nursing homes in New York. And Joe Staz is saying that Florida is getting worse than New York. Yeah, it, it might be because they, oh, yeah. because it kind of has already, bro, bro, kinda, a, a second wave has already kind of hit down there. That's because our drugs are designer, not from a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which state had the most UFO sightings? New Mexico. <clears throat> that is incorrect. Incorrect. Um, let me think. It's also my nickname. Georgia. I don't know. <laughs> Idaho. 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 Sounds like a prostitute. Idaho. Right. Idaho. That's me. Idaho. That's the state with the most UFO sightings in 2020. Okay. There's your useless information of the day right there. And with that, I believe we're out of here. Yes? Yep. Thank you, Sally, for letting us go t- 10 minutes past 12. Well, you know. <clears throat> so when is Felix on? Is he on at 1230 or 2? He's on at 1230. <clears throat> COVID-19 Iron Chef Felix coming on at 1230. Don't miss it. He's got some guy. <laughs> He's got a guy. He knows a guy. He's got a guy who makes some food. There you go. Catch that in just a few minutes. Today is Thursday. So we got, is there a quarantine life today? There's not, right? No. Mm-mm. No quarantine no. life. However, you still have fun here at GovsRadio.com. At 630, you got Soul Space with Georgia. Uh, Zenkuda Soul Space. Uh, check her out. Get your fortune read. Get some advice. Uh, and then at 9 o'clock, right? There's nothing in between, right? Right. 9.15. Uh, uh, 9.15? No, 9 they do. Oh, 9? Okay. Limo Talk with Graz and the boys. Uh, that's at 9 o'clock tonight. And then Sally and I are back here tomorrow at 11 a.m. We'll talk more about the 4th of July. We'll take some more calls. We thank you guys for joining us today. Oh, by the way, don't miss out. Um, on Instagram, there is... I'll get to it in a second. Uh, bear with me a second. If you go to Instagram and you check out Jake Dillon, uh, Jake Dillon, J-A-K-E-D-Y-L-A-N-1-2-3, all one word, Jake Dillon 123 that's where you can catch some more of those Monmouth County mamas and uh, laugh a little bit and have some fun with Jake. Check him out on Instagram. Um, oh, don't forget Govs Radio swag at teespring.com. Get your swag. Uh, and send us a picture of yourself with the Govs Radio swag, and we'll get you uh, free passes to Governor's Comedy Club when they reopen. In the meantime, head over to Governor's Comedy Club. Governor's at the patio is open. Uh, that's the outdoor stage uh, here at Governor's in Levittown. So go to govs.com to get your uh, get your passes, get your tickets. Um, great place to be. Great place to be. Uh, autistic chef today. Oh, Felix has an autistic chef today. Oh, that's interesting. Very cool, Felix. Uh, excellent. Um and, of course, uh, don't forget uh, All Music and One With Life Organic Tequila and The Roslyn Social. And um, I'm going to cut him off in like five seconds. We're going. We're going. We'll back, we're back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Thanks for watching, everybody. Don't forget to join us again tomorrow. Share the shows. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. See you. Bye.